Nothing important. Welcome, motherfucking back. Beautiful Thursday afternoon. It is raining outside. I said it before, ladies and gentlemen, when it rains, it puts me in a state of being that can be expressed with one word that has a pure definition. But through living this human experience, through experiencing many facets of human life, words gain more association, more meaning than what Merriam-Webster defines them as. And that word that I'm talking about, it encompasses a whole emotional state of being for me. I'm talking about the motherfucking rain. It's raining outside. It makes me feel relaxed. Makes me feel relaxed. I don't know about you guys. I don't know what puts you in a state of relaxation. Relaxation is a very important thing. It's not... I really do believe there's some of those old uh, sayings, colloquial sayings that they're general and they're kind of like cliche, but there's a lot of wisdom and there's a lot of truth in them. One in particular, too much of anything is a bad thing. You don't want to be too fucking relaxed in this life. You don't want to just be, you know, chilling the fuck out all the time. That's not what you want to be in this life. There's things that have to get done. You got to move yourself around. It would get boring after a while. If you were just sitting in a fucking hammock, rocking back and forth, that would not be exciting. Instinctually, somewhere written in the universal human code in everybody's DNA is a want for some level of excitement that varies from individual to individual. Some people like to go get fucking high. They like to hack the chemical processes of the brain. Other people like to get on roller coasters. I've talked about that, ladies and gentlemen. That's not my forte. Other people like to challenge themselves and face themselves against obstacles or seeming obstacles or goals that are beyond their reach at the moment. And that's what they get their kicks from. You understand what I'm saying? And that's very fucking important. With all that being said, that is one facet of life. Another important facet of life is being relaxed. I got very good advice from a, a guy that I used to work with. Oh, I don't know how fucking long. Time passes so goddamn quick. I was still in Los Angeles, probably like my second, third year in Los Angeles. I was working with a guy. I was making okay money. He was making a shit ton of money. That's make, that, that just makes the advice that much more potent. Somebody gives you advice and they're in a place of power. It makes it that much more fucking potent. You just absorb it at a higher rate. It's just a human bias. And he told me one time, he was like, during your day, you got to learn how to compartmentalize. How when you wake up, you're in a certain state of mind and there's certain things, there's certain habits that you need to solidify. They need to become cemented in your life in the morning and you need to repeat those. But when you're in that part of your day, you have to be there. You have to compartmentalize. So the morning is the morning. You're not thinking about the stresses of lunch. You're not thinking about the stresses of after work. You're not thinking about the stresses of night. You're not thinking about the stresses of tomorrow. All the while you are planning. You do have a level of being conscientious. You are looking toward the future, but you are not living in the future. When you're in that period in the morning, you're in the morning. And then as the day progresses naturally, you will switch into a different state of being, into a different part of your day, and you will learn to adapt to that part of the day. And once again, when you're, it's noontime, when it's time for you to, to clock out and eat some goddamn lunch, you're not reflecting all the things that happen in the morning. You're not being anxious about what's going to happen after lunch. You're right in that fucking moment. And that's a very important lesson that he was trying to relay to me because it is just, it's true. Some things are just fucking true. 
Some things are fucking true. Some things, it, it's very difficult to put them in a debate form. It's very difficult to, you know what I mean? Try to find the positives and negatives to compartmentalizing, understanding balance in your life. Very fucking powerful, ladies and gentlemen. Relaxation, extremely important. If you are somebody who has a lot of output in your life, if you are generating a lot of activities, if you're doing a lot of things in your life, you want to find small periods of your day where you get to exhale. And I really do think just like why it's raining right now, it doesn't rain every day for me. But sometimes when I need to relax, when I need to reset, when I need to take a break and have quiet in my mind, I literally go onto YouTube and I put rain on and it fucking helps me. And I think I'm right and you're wrong. No. Um, what the fuck am I ranting about? Am I ranting about it? You know, I, I, I'll tell you this one. I have a daughter and... Everything in your life is resourceful. You get wiser, you realize that everything in your life gives you answers. Everything in your life will give you wisdom going forward as you mature. And your awareness of the treasure that lies in the everything that is around you right now, not what you want, not your goals, not your fantasies, not your daydreams, not your manifestations. I'm talking about what is present in your life right now. Your awareness to the gold that is around you right now is it, that's going to be the expression externally. That's going to be what you can draw from. How aware you are of how valuable the things that are around you is going to be how much value you can draw from it. And I, I, I understand that. I'm learning to understand that. I have a, a daughter who's approaching two years old. She's fucking annoying. She's fucking annoying. And it's a lot to learn how to be a parent, which is an ever-evolving job. It's a full-time job. It don't stop. And I'm locked in for at least the next 16 years. It's over, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the point of this is I'm saying that I'm learning to value everything that's in my life and all of the lessons and wisdom that it provides me. And having my daughter, you know, I, I watch these movies with her sometimes. Disney movies, cartoons, and a common theme um, that I hope still exists. I think it still exists in a lot of children's movies. You want to give children core values, morals, and uh, presented in the form of allegory where they can understand through the scope of a childlike mind how this journey of life is. In a very fantastic presentation, I'm talking about the Cinderella's, I'm talking about Rapunzel, I'm talking about the Snow Whites, uh, Encanto Now, Moana, you know, all these movies that give you these fairy tale expressions of reality, these journeys, so to speak, but it's a very interesting wisdom that I gain as a grown-ass motherfucking man who otherwise would not be watching these things because I'm not a creep. You understand what I'm saying? I wouldn't be watching this shit by myself. I have a daughter. It's my excuse. While I'm watching these things with her, you get, you get these lessons. You know, watching these, these movies. And um, I forgot the last one we was watching together. I think it was called Zootopia. Zootopia. It's hilarious. The, the movie, the premise is this little bunny. And the bunny, uh, the bunny's dream is to grow up and be a cop. So the, the whole uh, personification of the movie, all the animals are the personification of people. You know, it's like a high society, but everybody's an animal. And they've matured from the Stone Age. And um, then it's no longer predator versus prey binary reality. It's more of a civilization that is more cohesive and harmonized. And this one little bunny that lives in this big city full of animals that, you know, lions, zebras, etc. She's just a bunny. 
she dreams of being a cop when she gets older. And her parents are taking a walk with her and trying to keep it real with her. They're saying there's never been a cop that was a bunny before. You got to give this dream up. And the speech that they give their daughter, I thought was fucking hilarious. They're saying, you know how me and your mom found happiness? We found happiness when we learned to give up our dreams. And I laughed out fucking loud. I laughed at my daughter. I grabbed my daughter by the back of her head. and I put her eyes up to mine. She was very confused. And I laughed in the face. Um, <laughs> and I did so because it's hilarious that that is a reality for a lot of individuals. A lot of people think happiness is contentment, is comfort, is settling. A lot of people believe that they will find a sense of joy in the quote unquote blue pill, giving up, not facing your fears, not entering the unknown. And I come here as a voice of challenge to this. The whole movie of Zootopia obviously proves otherwise than what the parents were trying to preach to their daughter. The parents were just downloading their negative shit onto their child. That's what we do as human beings. We think something, everybody thinks they're right, and then they just infect another person's mind with those thoughts. You got to think for your goddamn self. And I thought for myself and the person who wrote this movie thought for themselves and they said, that's not true just because it's never been done. Just because it seems like the odds are stacked against this, you know, metaphoric, metaphorical bunny cop. You get the fucking point. Um, even though it doesn't look good, it still is not smart. It's not wise for that bunny to live a life where they just live by the perceived rules, live by the external ways that things are. And I, I think that's a much larger lesson for people who... You know, I'm talking. Hopefully, I'm talking to adults. I hope kids are not fucking listening to the Nothing Important podcast. That would be not good. That would not be good. You know, if there are adults listening, you're in a childlike state right now. That's okay. Um, remember, relax. This is a time to fucking relax. Let me think for you. What I'm saying is, I think this is a great lesson that we all need to implement into our lives and understand that we need to disassociate these seeming links that society has taught us. Where if you are content and grateful and humble and take what you have and accept all that you have right now as your everything and learn to find happiness in that, that that is happiness. That is not happiness. I'm not saying be arrogant. I'm not saying be negative. I'm not saying be depressed. I'm not saying hate your life. What I am saying is that I truly don't believe a man or woman can be fulfilled in this lifetime unless they are going after their vision, unless they are fighting against whatever perceivable odds. Sometimes there's not even odds. Sometimes it's just people telling you that it's too hard or it's not possible. But that's just other people's minds. You accept whether that's real or not. You understand what I'm saying? I really truly believe that happiness is when you listen to yourself. Is when you listen to your vision is when you continue fucking going. I really do believe that. Am I naive? Am I watching too many goddamn Disney movies or am I fucking right? And maybe adults need to go and reprogram themselves and, and, and watch some of these movies that my daughter's watching and get some inspiration and stop being so goddamn negative and fucking fight for what you believe in. Fight for what you believe in. Um, it is raining, ladies and gentlemen. Very relaxing, very beautiful, very wonderful. Trip, trip, trap, 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 trip, 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 trip. But if you if you want to disagree with me, I'll I'll let you know as well. 
That's perfectly okay. This is the Nothing Important Podcast. You know what I should have called this podcast? With the grain of salt. That's what I should have called it. (laughs) I understand that intention is such a fucking powerful element in anything. I I understand. I learned this lesson probably in the last week. I I didn't learn it in the last week, but it, it magnified in my brain. It magnified in my goddamn brain. Intention is not only important, but expressing intention is extremely important as well. We live in a world that is very connected in ways that are incomprehensible. Everybody thinks that, you know, you just got your little Instagram and you got to really think about things on a more microscopic scale. You know, the little things that you post or that you talk about or that you think even how that interacts with the world that is around you, your immediate environment. And then when you get on something like the internet that is connected to every man, woman, and child in the modern fucking world, how all of that can create this constant ebb and flow of energy between individuals where, you know, there's people online who have nothing but positive intentions. There's people online who have intentions of being funny. There's people online who have intentions of being successful. And then there's also a lot of mental illness. You know what I'm saying? There's also a lot of narcissism. There's also a lot of people spending a lot of time scrolling, thinking everything that is going on on the internet is about them. And uh, it can get very confusing. And even for the folks that are trying to produce content or produce a product, it becomes something that you have to learn how to navigate because you don't want to, you know, like my intention is not to fuck with anybody's head or, you know what I mean? Like... This is the Nothing Important Podcast. Remember I just said it should have been called Grain of Salt? I'm just a fucking guy, aren't I? No, I'm, I'm the supreme ruler of the new world. That's what I am. I'm going to say it. That's my affirmation for the day. I am going to be uh, the new dictator of planet Earth. You know, when we, when we form into one world government, I will be the totalitarian leader. And I'm going to have way better uniforms than any dictator had in the past. Um, you will have... You know, I'm going to hire, I'm going to fuck this whole thing with Kanye and Adidas. I'm going to hire Kanye personally. When I become the supreme leader of the United States of of planet Earth, I'm going to hire Kanye to be the, you know, the, the global fashion designer. And he's going to make the hottest military slash slave uniforms for everybody to wear. One size fits all. Um, (laughs) You know what I mean? It's going to be fucking incredible. It will be incredible, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, no, I, I, I really, I really do believe that. The first point I was making, not that, not all that stuff about internet mental illness and stuff like that. But, ladies and gentlemen, if you believe in something and you're going after something, you gotta. What did I? I, re, I read this on. Uh, once again, remembering that the gold is all around you. If you look in the present moment and recognize that what you have is enough what is around you is enough, then you will learn to draw and that would represent the value that you can provide or the value that you have in your life. So look what, what's around you. I'm going to give you an example of something I do. I just told you about my daughter and watching the children's movie and breaking down some philosophy from that. I also do it with this Yogi tea that I have. I love Yogi tea. I love Yogi tea. And while I'm drinking Yogi tea, I have the added comfort because they understand how to provide maximum value with their product. That on the end of that little string, they have a little message, a little square piece of paper that has a message. 
And this message, I'm going to butcher the shit out of it because I don't remember verbatim, but it touched my heart. So hopefully my subconscious absorbed the, the essence of what they were trying to say on his yogi tea. It said, uh, it is not, it, it's wise to remember that it is not the lantern that lights the path, but the, the fire that is in the lantern. You understand what this is saying? It is not the lantern that that guy is holding. When he's walking on the road and it's dark and he's trying to find where he's going, but it is the fire that is inside the lantern that lights his path. What is that saying? It's saying, ladies and gentlemen, you're not your body, you're not your mind, you're not your thoughts, whatever negativity that comes in and out of you, whatever uh, egotism that comes in and out of you, hyperinflated self or a lower degraded self or your judgments of other people or your biases, your sexual preference, your race, none of that is you. None of that is you. And also, none of those things that you might identify with, that you might feel and believe is you wholeheartedly, none of that will show you where you're supposed to be fucking going. You got to go inside to the fire, baby. If you know, you motherfucking know. Is anybody really following me? I'm going to skip to some current news. Some shit that I found fucking interesting. You know what I'm saying? What did I find interesting? I was seeing that, uh, and I'm going to Google this as we, you know, as we, I was going to say as we speak, but you ain't speaking. You listening. You heard? Let's see this. TikTok. I was, I was talking about this previously, ladies and gentlemen. I think TikTok is extremely unhealthy. I heard on another podcast, I don't know if it's a reliable source, but I think it's kind of a corroborated understanding that TikTok in China, it's a Chinese app. TikTok uh, in China, where it was created, they have regulations on its usage, meaning if you are of a certain age, you can't be scrolling all goddamn day on TikTok. Also, there's some differences in the algorithm that is presented in China versus, let's say, America, 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 where in China, there's a lot more education. There's a lot more creativity that is being presented to the people that are viewing content on TikTok. And in America, if you have a TikTok account, you know what you're going to see. If you're a woman, they're just going to show you drama or food, or brainless humor. And if you're a man, you're going to see a lot of ass and titties. That's what the algorithm do in America. It is brain-numbing retard medicine. This is what this is. This is to create zombies. And I've talked about it before. I don't like TikTok. All social media platforms have their ills. We are in a transitional time in 2023. We are collectively, the human species, interacting with technology that has not existed ever before. The internet and the scope of the internet, the speed and the accessibility to every man, woman and child means that we are now combating as a human race, a, a new a new terrain. This is something that we've not experienced. And so this transition is going to have ups and downs. If you go on any social media platform, everybody can tell you where they might love Facebook. They might love Instagram. They might love TikTok. There's a lot of mental illness that this shit causes. There's a lot of negative compartmentalization of thought. There's a lot of minim minimization of thought. There's a lot of stunting of a, the creative mind or critical thought. There's a lot of manipulation that goes on, a lot of scamming that goes on to these sites. But that is just the natural negative and positive aspects to something that is new. I have high hopes for the future. I think that uh, it's healthy for us to be going through this negative time and interacting with all these social media applications in such a negative way, because what it will do 
is it will produce new generations and the human race will become more resistant to the ills of the internet. And very soon we will mature for the better emotionally. Um, I don't know about physically. Things are getting much easier. I, don't, I think human beings are going to turn, uh, their muscles are going to atrophy and we're going to get humps on the back of our necks from staring at the screens too long. But all that being said, that's the natural course that I see happening. TikTok, there needed to be something done. Because that shit, I didn't see an upside. <laughs> Instagram is like there's a half and half. Yeah, there's the people faking their lives. You know, you lying to yourself and, uh, you know, two-dimensional versions of yourself that are always favorable characters. But there's also like creativity and there's art that can be presented and it's a bit business platform. Everybody has it. There's a positive and negative to it. TikTok, I really didn't see the positive side. TikTok just felt like a, a really hard drug that needed to be at very least like regulated. And um, somebody fucking agreed. Somebody fucking agreed because now they're saying that the uh, after the, the house was banned from having TikTok, they're now claiming that um, they're going to limit screen time for kids. Let's fucking read an article. TikTok isn't really limiting kids time on the app. I lied. Amid growing concerns and lawsuits about social media's impact on the mental health of children, TikTok announced on Wednesday that it is setting a 60-minute time limit on screen for its users under 18 and adding some new parental controls. Those limits, however, are really more like suggestions. Bullshit. TikTok, come on, son. I got all fucking excited and I gave this fucking moral speech. Jesus Christ, and they're just bullshitting. I, you know what I did say because I, I reposted this on Instagram. Well, my impression was is that they were going to make for anybody who reported themselves as a user that was 18 years old or under, they were going to do 60 minute um, screen limiting. But what they're saying now is that really they're just going to give suggestions. I assume I'm assuming here it's just going to be like the little banner on the bottom of your shit when you say anything bad about Joe Biden. And they say, if you want more information about the COVID-19 vaccine, go to this website full of propaganda. I, th I think it's going to be something like that, which is bullshit. I really do think if the United States cares about its citizens, which I'm, I'm still up in the air about that. one. <laughs> I'm still up in the air about that. one. But if the United States cares about the progression of United States citizens mentalities, like uh, us collectively not turning into a you know, 350 million retards in this country. If we care about education, if we care about critical thought, if we care about people maturing into adults, if we don't want to make mashed potato brain retards, I think TikTok needs to be limited or banned. They already did it with politicians, which is a horrible fucking expression. If you really think about it, why would you have to ban grown adults who write the fucking laws from an, a children's app? They can't control themselves. And you're telling me you want children to control themselves? Not a fucking good look. I think it's addictive. I think it needs to stop. Um, it is a step, if I'm going to be positive, it is a step that they are very least acknowledging that there's some fucking problem with the amount of time that children are scrolling on this app, that they're going to put a little banner on the bottom and they're going to say, hey, kid, even though I know reverse psychology is real and if I tell you no, you're going to want to do it even more, I'm going to tell you, you're scrolling too goddamn long. Um... And if there are useful parental guides, even though I don't think parents raise their children in 2023, I really do believe that parents need to take it under their own control. I don't think my advice to any parent would be fucking don't let your child have a TikTok. But even more so, if the child needs a TikTok to be, I guess, in social circles, I don't know what being a kid is like nowadays, 
then put whatever blocks, whatever settings that they have on the goddamn app to ban that child from scrolling their fucking brain away. Because it, it, it's just fucked up. As a grown-ass man, I had to delete that shit off my fucking phone. It's ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. What else did I want to talk about? I wanted to talk about my guy. Stories circulating online. I first saw it on Instagram, which is it has to be a reliable source. Obviously, it's fucking Instagram. John Morant, the star point guard, the franchise player, the marquee. Uh, you know, he, this guy gets paid a lot of fucking money. He jumps out the goddamn gym. He's worth every goddamn penny that he gets paid. He got advertisers. He's got sponsors. He's got everything that you fucking want as an NBA player. Bright future ahead of him. I don't know who he pissed off, ladies and gentlemen. It's 2023. And apparently in 2022, a whole goddamn year ago, uh, John Moran beat up some little boy. <laughs> the stuff that I was reading about, it, it shows John Moran. He's, he's 23 years old uh, when this incident allegedly happened. And he was playing basketball with some kids his age and some kids that were a little bit younger than him. And this is how the interaction happened. This sounds like some real LA fitness drama. Doesn't sound like a big fucking deal. But they hyping it up like it's a huge motherfucking deal. I don't know why it's coming back out in 2023 if it happened in 2022. Let's fucking get in it. He starts checking the ball to some kid he's playing basketball with. He checks the ball to him. And I guess he threw it to the kid's chest really fucking hard. And then the kid in retaliation throws the ball back at John Morant very hard. And John Morant went to catch the ball and it slipped through his fingers and smacked him in the face. And John Morant didn't like that. And from the reports that I read, John Morant went like an OG gangster and he went over to the kid and he put his shoulder, his, his chin on the kid's shoulder. He laid his head on the kid's shoulder and said to his friends, yo, do I do it to him? And then started to whoop this little kid's ass. The kid wasn't that little, 17 years old. Ja was 23 at the time that this happened. My big curiosity in the moment is why is this becoming like a, a story for the headlines? Who did he piss off behind closed doors? Because this is old news and it's also like a basketball fight. It's also a fight between him and some 17-year-old kid while they were playing basketball in some undisclosed location in a fucking gym somewhere. He's an NBA player. People get into fights every fucking day. Why is this coming back out in 2023? What the fuck is going on? What is going on? I don't know. You know, business is business. I don't I don't have all the, you know, the, the full story, the full scope on it. What I will say, I don't think it's that big of a fucking deal. But, you know, a lot of the stuff that I was reading kind of like leans into this issue. I've seen documentaries about it with athletes. You hear about it in the entertainment business. I grew up in the fucking hood. I understand a certain culture brings with it something that may not be transferable when you get into other, uh, di a different status, a different society. And John Morant comes from a certain area, comes from a, a certain life, and he has people that he's bringing with him from that life into the world of the NBA, professional athletics, basketball, lots of fucking money, where there's none of, there's no necessary, you don't need any of it. You don't need any of that shit. You don't need to bring any of that with you when you fucking make it. And I've, you know, I, I saw a great interview on Vlad TV with um, Gilbert Arenas. And that shit was hilarious because Gilbert Arenas went up there very famously some years ago. Gilbert Arenas was actually arrested and he damaged his NBA career because I guess off a bet, he brought a gun in to an NBA locker room. And he talked about it on Vlad TV and he was talking about this kind of mentality 
that a lot of people that come from certain areas or that are portraying a certain image in their head or to other individuals, they get into a world where that is not only it's not necessary anymore, but it's not realistic, you know, to play like a thug, to play like, you know, all this shit. And so Gilbert was like poking fun of himself. He's saying like, you know, he was young, he was stupid. He was trying, you know, trying to impress people or trying to intimidate people, this, that, and the third. And so he hurt himself by bringing a gun into an NBA locker room. And I think about this situation with John Morant. I don't think him having a fight with a 17-year-old kid is an expression of him trying to portray some type of character. They're playing a sport. Things get heated. You know, people, men fight. I think it's everything else that I was reading about, like the number of people that he's rolling around with and all that other stuff. That could get sticky for him. That could get sticky for him. The kid has an extremely bright fucking future. And anything that he could do to reduce the level of drama that is around him is just going to add more millions on top of the pile of millions that he's already fucking guaranteed. And so he should just completely stay away from it. He should just completely engage in only positivity. If he's playing basketball with people that he doesn't know, I don't even know why you would do that on an NBA level. You should be playing against other pro athletes. I don't know why a 23-year-old star point guard for the Memphis Grizzlies is playing against some random 17-year-old in, in God knows what LA fitness in America. I don't know where the fuck they were. I have no idea why this situation even came about. What I am saying is that he should take this as a lesson to kind of restructure his life and maybe release a little bit of that energy from the past so he can keep getting the motherfucking millions. He can make millions of motherfucking dollars. There's no reason to be angry. There's no reason to intimidate after that type of money. You know? I guess this is coming out there saying, I, I, I wonder when that other situation happened when he was like um, at a finish line, which is a sneaker store in the South. And apparently... Uh, him or one of his boys, somebody in his entourage um, threatened a manager at the sneaker store or some shit like that. It's like these little incidents that are popping up. Once again, I don't think it's that big of a fucking deal. It's kind of funny to me that he beat up a 17-year-old kid. It's kind of funny to me. But the point of it is, is that anything that you can do when you're in that space of getting stupid money to reduce the level of noise that is unnecessary, the level of exposure, the level of attention that is negative... That's just wise. I hope he has people around him that can help direct him and say, yo, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. The negativity is not worth it. You know what I mean? The pride, the ego, all that shit is not fucking worth it. You know, I love John Moran. He's, he's worth all the fucking money that he makes. He's an incredible athlete. He's a star basketball player. Everybody loves the motherfucking kid. You know, hopefully he doesn't, you know, throw that career away. You've seen that happen before. It's a no good. It's a no good. Let's read some more motherfucking news. Let's see. Let's, let's, uh, you know what I'm saying? Let's scramble this up. Let's see. Uh, check your $2 bills. They could be worth upwards of $4,500. I got some $2 bills. I'm not going to check them. Uh, in West End Mystery Project, underway at Weirdly Shapes. Uh, no, I'm not. Uh, Angel number 707, meaning and symbolism and numerology. No, thank you. Man pulls gun on Kroger's employee, steals meat. Clayton County police say, let's fucking watch this. I like Kroger's. I actually had a Kroger's near me that just closed down because uh, their rival, their competition, Publix, is expanding. And they took Kroger's and Kroger's had the better deals. But what the fuck can you do? Let's read about this. This guy apparently didn't like Kroger's. Maybe this guy was undercover working for Publix and he's trying to give more negative press 
to Kroger's. You understand how my brain fucking works? Very conspiratorial. Stockbridge, Georgia. Clinton County police are searching for a man. They say pulled a gun at a Metro Atlanta Kroger store and stole an undisclosed amount of meat. <laughs> he stole an undisclosed. They couldn't even disclose it. It was offensive to the butcher how much meat he fucking stole. On Wednesday, February 15th, the meat manager at the Stockbridge Kroger located on 3618 Highway 138 Southeast noticed a man stealing items. When the manager confronted the man at the exit, the suspect pulled out a handgun and pointed it at the manager. God damn, this nigga needed the meat. Uh, the suspect then left the store with the woman. If you have information about this crime, no, I don't have information about this crime. It is a very foggy picture and it's crazy. It's crazy. It's a white woman. Looks like a black guy. And um, he's pointing a gun at He needed that shit. They had a barbecue and they lost their debit card or something happened. And it was, you know what I'm saying? There was a baby shower that needed some fucking food. Something happened, ladies and gentlemen. And that motherfucker pulled the pistol out for that motherfucking meat. God damn it. Um, let's see what else is going on. Uh... I really felt bad. Marvel star Tom Holland lost his role in a $10 billion franchise as he could not stop laughing during his audition. I don't really watch Marvel, but let's fucking read this anyway. Um, Tom Holland is one of the most iconic actors in Hollywood, uh, Hollywood's industry at the moment with some of the biggest roles in his bag. He is famous for his role as Peter Parker, Spider-Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm a 30-year-old man. There's been 18 fucking iterations of Spider-Man since I've been in existence. And I'm, you know, I'm frankly, I'm a little bit tired, but he keeps on making money. So what the fuck do I know? Um, he's also been Nathan Drake in the Uncharted movies with many other roles that have skyrocketed him into recognition. I don't recognize him. Now he's a star as big as one could find. However, this journey has required a lot of patience and effort, both of which Holland provided to have all right unfortunately actors do not always get the roles that they want sometimes they try extremely hard in the roles this is boring bro all right tom holland lost star wars because of his laugh i'm not gonna read this ladies and gentlemen <laughs> i tried it i just have no interest there you know i'm not into the marvel movies i'm not into you know what i'm saying i don't really know tom holland i like spider-man but you know it's just not my thing it's not my thing. And I think that's enough with the goddamn news. What else could we talk about? Let's get off the fucking news, man. Let's get off the fucking news. What did we talk about? We talked about rain. We talked about the secret to happiness. If you want happiness in your life, just settle. Just forget about your hopes and your wishes and your dreams. Just be fucking content with what you have. Or go with grace into the unknown, ladies and gentlemen. That is an, also an option. It's also an option not to listen to the external world, to be positive, to push out positivity, and to make sure to be clear with your intentions. I guess I could talk about that. That is an interesting thing. I think it's so powerful in art to express without limit. I think the greatest art is polarizing. I think the greatest arts are sometimes... Uh, misinterpreted. You know, the greatest artists are a lot of times misunderstood. I'm not talking about these caricatures or these people that go on and they wear the the clothes or the essence or the persona, so to speak, of somebody who's eclectic or artistic, like a mad genius. I'm not talking about like all that bullshit. I'm talking about people who genuinely are not common and have an eye that is that differs from the majority of individuals. 
that see things a certain way and have an ability to express that very distinct and individual vision of how they interpret or receive the external world. And they can express that through their art. You see it in music, you see it in, in you know, painting, you see it in dance, you see it in all realms of art. And I think one of the most important factors and components for there to be great art, the things that really move society and inspire, is for people to create without limits. <coughs> now comes in the debate of you know, what are healthy limitations or what is important for an artist to understand as it pertains to uh, what they're creating and the effect. There's always a cause and there's always an effect. And I believe that, you know, people interpret things differently. And that is not for the artist to kind of meditate under. I think the importance of the artist, and this is something that could probably even ease things going forward uh, for people who are creatives, who are trying to relay a message and who are trying to uh, live their dreams or, you know, just express what they're trying to express is being nuanced and intelligent enough and great enough at their craft to be able to express the intention. Because it's kind of, it's corny. Like if, if somebody made a piece of art and at the bottom, they said, like, disclaimer, this was the intention behind it. It kills a lot of what that person was trying to fucking do. You want it to be debated. You want it to be polarized. You want it to be, you know what I'm saying? That's such an important fucking factor in it. But intention is also a very important thing. I, I really do believe energy is real. This is where I'm going to get all fucking, you know, me rubbing a crystal ball. I believe energy is very fucking real. I don't think energy lies. So I think if you can be clear with yourself, what you're intending to do whenever you do anything. If you can be conscious of your intention behind something, then all you can do after that, after you create, is just hope that whoever's receiving it is receiving it with the intended intention that you're putting stuff out. Does that make any motherfucking sense? Does that make any motherfucking sense? I said this, one of the first episodes I've had of this podcast, this journey of podcasting, nothing important podcast, greatest podcast you've ever tuned into, greatest host you've ever heard in your goddamn life, Matt Reyes, I'm here, you're here, what's up? In the beginning of this journey, I had uh, an episode where I was talking about like, it was just basically like a re-expression of something that I heard online, where somebody was talking about how narcissism isn't uh, a disorder that a certain percentage of the population has. It's something that we all deal with. We all deal with narcissism and there's ranges where it can be on a spectrum of healthy and it can be on a spectrum of mental illness. But we all have within us this concept of narcissism where we see the world around us as it relates to self. And I feel like, as I was talking previously in this episode, the transitional period that we're in with social media, I do have hopes for the future. I do think that whatever this, you know, un unperceptible, intelligent force in adapting and evolving the human species, whatever that is that allows us to continue to adapt and grow and mature and evolve through time, it will be able to not conform, but 
become more symbiotic with this new element that is social media or the internet. And what I mean by that is right now, there's at large, people are suffering because I feel like the internet kind of pushes people toward more of that negative narcissistic scale where everybody's taking on you know, whatever negativity somebody might put out online or they might be reading things negatively or they might be interpreting things negatively. And it's such a source of vast information. The Internet is and these social media sites that people just they zone into these things and they get lost into these things and they become very influenced in a negative way. Just believing everything is an attack on them or everything is about them. or You know what I'm saying? Like that happens a lot on fucking social media. And for that, a great remedy that I've learned. And I think a lot of people are familiar with. Um, if you look for the devil, you'll find him. If you see the devil around every fucking corner, he will be there. If you see the devil in every man and woman, every man and woman will be see the devil. If you see God in everybody, that's what, we, what it will be. You know, a lot of it is about how we see the world. A lot of it is about thought. You know, tying it once again, it's not the lantern that you really need to focus on. It's the, the fire that is inside of it. So <clears throat> I think people need to just look inside and really think about their thoughts firstly. And think about, you know, preceding an event where somebody gets triggered. <clears throat> preceding an event before an event where somebody may interpret something as negative. Think about your state of mind before that. And then think about your, st- your thoughts, your state of mind after it. And understand it has nothing to do with the the actual trigger. It has nothing to do with the actual thing in the external world. The majority of the energy shift or the negativity that you take on, it's it's about your thoughts. It's about something. And and I think as a whole, society is going to catch up to that. I think people are going to learn how to be more aware of their thoughts and more aware of who they actually are, not their social media profile, not what other people think of them. You know, that's already a natural maturity process that men and women have had to deal with since the beginning of time. It is a little bit different now with social media. It's a little bit different now with uh, the internet, with all this fucking information. But I do believe going forward, people collectively are gonna mature and grow from this. Our consciousness is gonna grow. We will become more emotionally mature. And people will start to identify energies and intentions versus be triggered by something they may disagree with or something that may um, hurt their feelings or may, you know what I'm saying, offend them. I think there's going to be a lot less being offended. I think there's going to be a lot less, um, you know what I mean, like defensiveness and more understanding that people just, everybody thinks they're fucking right. Everybody fucking thinks they're right. You know, everybody thinks they're right. And people now have a route to everybody has a route to express. I'm doing it. You listening to me. I think I'm right. You fucking listening to me. Everybody has a route to express what they believe. And that's a good thing. We just have to catch up to the challenges of being able to be in an atmosphere where we're around everybody's beliefs and it not tear us down and it not make us go crazy. And I believe there there can be a harmony in the future with that. I think we will mature as a human species. What the fuck am I talking about? I think I'm done, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to go listen to the fucking rain and hug my baby. That makes me happy.
That's not contentment with where I'm at. That is not me not striving or, you know, walking into the unknown or facing my goddamn fears. That's me loving my baby. If you got somebody you love, go love them. If you are continuing listening to Nothing Important Podcast, I want to thank you sincerely. Continue listening. Do me a favor. Go on to my Instagram, like the post, like the reels. Until next time.